In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. Gentleman is recognized for one minute. Mr. Speaker, after almost 12 years in Congress, today is my last day. It has been an honor to serve with you all from both parties. I love this institution as it still exemplifies what is best about our government. We are the people's house. While I am proud that we put people before politics, there's much more to do. I am leaving to continue that work and hope to have a greater impact on our country. I believe the current focus on extremism demands us to heed the words of Abraham Lincoln, uttered years ago as we face a similar threat to our existence today. A house divided cannot stand, but I add, a house united will not fail. It is time for petty political posturing to end. Leadership must emerge, and in God I trust. His divine protection will extend again if only we acknowledge and accept his love and the divine spark that exists in each of us as citizens of our great nation. I want to thank my family, who without their love and support, I am nothing. I also thank the people who have worked for us and helped so many, I am grateful. My most profound appreciation is for the people of Western New York. Thank you for giving a country lawyer, the youngest of 12, raised by a single mother whose father passed away when I was just two years old, the honor of representing you at the highest level, only in America, can such a dream come true. So I humbly bid farewell and submit my resignation as a member of the House, and I wish you all Godspeed. Ladies and gentlemen, um, good riddance to bad rubbish. Let me say that one more time. 
Good riddance to bad rubbish. Let's go ahead early on in the show and go ahead and play that rhino hunting video, shall we? Ladies and gentlemen, that was a Republican. And the reason why that Republican from New York was resigning was not because he was retiring. No, 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 no. It was because of sexual misconduct. Look, we're going to hold everybody accountable. I don't care if they've got a D in front of their name, an R in front of their name, an I in front of their name, or nothing in front of their name. If you conduct yourself in that way, there is no room for you in the Republican Party, not at least in this new Republican Party. That is trash. When you have sexual misconduct charges and you literally resign and you put out your statement saying that you are so, so sorry and I was wrong and I take full responsibility, well, you know what? God will forgive you if you ask and truly repent. You did the right thing by taking full responsibility and leaving, but my question is, what if you didn't get caught? What if you did not get caught? Now, the New York lawmaker there says, uh, by the way, it's Representative Tom Reed, Republican Representative Tom Reed, congressman from New York. Uh, The New York lawmaker said he was struggling with alcohol in 2017 and has since been on a journey of recovery. Well, we wish you well, but what you did is not acceptable in society, and it's not acceptable in our new Republican Party. So thank you for anything that you did do that was kind or good or nice or, I don't know, representing the people and doing your job. But right now you got to go. And this is the kind of purging that I've been talking about out of this Republican Party. Again, everybody needs to be purged, Democrat and Republican, if they are not working for their constituents. And I'm all for a difference of opinion. I'm all all for Republicans and Democrats. But somewhere along the lines, we've got to find the constant truth so that we at least have something to reference back to when we're having debates. Because right now, everything seems to be the truth or everything's disinformation, one of the two. And we need to have some kind of common ground where we can have real bipartisanship, not fake bipartisanship, not uniparty bipartisanship. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you're locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it tonight. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, from the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing to be here with you guys. Again, I appreciate you all so much. We've got to hold them accountable, folks. Speaking of holding accountable, what about all the Republicans out there who are not talking about the movie 2,000 Mules? No, I am not getting paid to promote 2,000 Mules, although with it selling out in theaters everywhere, I'm sure they're making a nice chunk and it would be nice to get a little bit of that 2,000 Mules money. But no, I'm doing this. I'm promoting 2,000 Mules merely because the world needs to see it. Merely because the world needs to see it. I mean, there is optical proof right there that you can see of election law being broken thousands and thousands and thousands of times in multiple states. It's an interstate national crime network. Now, I said, you know what? Everybody in the world needs to watch 2,000 Mules. So if you go to my getter, which is Jeremy Harrell, verified. If you go to my telegram, which is live from America with Jeremy Harrell. If you go to the LFA producer Facebook page, there is a link on those three social media platform sites that I belong to um, where you can link right to the video and you can watch it for free. Okay? 
and I think this is great. I think it's great that people are starting to get the sh- the the, uh, the movie out there so people can watch it. A lot of people don't have the money for it, and a lot of people. And I don't call that. I don't call this. Uh, you know, uh, jacking somebody's uh, work and and giving it to people. I mean, the 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 idea here is to get the word out. So. It's already been uh, paid for. You guys can watch that absolutely free on social, on any of my social media accounts. And we've got the link up there. It needs to be seen. There's far more important things out in the world than making money, and that is making America great again. Amen. If you agree, share the video and let me know in the comments section. By the way, we are also on our Rumble page. Folks, Rumble is where it's at. When I say that we found a home on Rumble, there's a reason we found a home on Rumble. And that reason is they are not connected to AWS servers. They're not connected to anybody that can take them down. That is why Rumble is the foundation and the video, uh, basically the video foundation for Truth Social. That's why Truth and Rumble are working together because Rumble can't be shut down. So please follow our Rumble page, Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. We'd like to get that up. We're we're now 1,000 Rumbles away from having 700,000 Rumbles. Those are basically like, you know, they like the page, they like the video. So go ahead and check that out. And please uh, like both of those. I'd like to give some live shout outs if I could right now. Uh, We did uh, get some terrible news earlier. Uh, Somebody that goes by the name of Animal on Getter. And I hope it's not Animal Topper. I I, I mean, I hope it's not anybody that that watches the show. But unfortunately, somebody by the handle name of Animal died. Uh, So we've we put prayers out for their family. Uh, They watch the show on Getter. And we we truly do feel terrible. Um, Corn Pop is watching on our Rumble page. How you doing, Corn Pop? Good to see you. Carla Reynolds is also watching. How you doing, Carla? God bless you, and thank you so very much for being here tonight. Our good friend, our brother from another mother, Donnie C., is in the building. Make sure you check out Donnie C.'s business on the American Strong Companies tab on JeremyHerald.com. Lelourd says, Rumble is a threat to YouTube. Yes, it is. Chick73 is watching. 43 Gators. Sierra, Bad Moon, how you doing? Good to see you. JL Jazz, Jennifer is in the building. Tom, 1964. Miranda, Rival. 78, Kara, God bless you. She says, voted today in Nebraska. That's incredible. Carla, good to see you. Barbara and Jim Peters, good to see you as well. Now let's jump over, if we can, to the Rumble account, uh, Jeremy Harrell Rumble account, which, by the way, is very verified. Ruby Hines is watching. Hello. Kitty 8 is watching. Good to see you. Wiser for Fit. God bless you, and thank you very much for being here tonight. Thomas Hammaker is in the building. Barb Naylor with Kind Embroidery here. Let's jump over to the LFA producer Facebook page. Joan Dittman is watching. Barbara Gates, God bless you. Hello from Alabama. Glad to catch live. Well, thank you very much. I hope you share the video. I appreciate it. Matt Darkus is watching. And one more, Nolan Wallace, ladies and gentlemen. So, and for all those watching on... um, on Real America's Voice News, we thank you for being here. Real America's Voice News is a great partner of ours, and you can also watch on LFA TV on Roku and Firestick. Let's get busy, ladies and gentlemen. We need to go to the Lord. The Lord needs us, and we need him. Actually, he doesn't need us, but he loves us. He loves us, and he desires our companionship and our prayer and our attention on him. So let's do that on this May 10th year of our Lord, 2022. When you're going through a dark time, which we're going through as a country right now, a dark and a hard time. It's easy to project that darkness into the future. And it is, okay? Misery loves company. 
And when you start getting down and you start getting depressed, all of you think, all you think about is how bad the future is going to be. But God says, because I am a sovereign God, I am able to turn your darkness into light. He's able to turn your darkness into light just like that. If you honestly and truly believe in him, it can happen within seconds. Continue walking worshipfully with me, a walk of faith from 2 Samuel 22, 29. You are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord turns my darkness into light. Folks, these aren't just sayings. These aren't just cliches or these aren't just words. This is real serious stuff. This actually works. It actually works. And remember, becoming a Christian or opening your heart up to God and following God's ways and God's laws are not a prison. It actually is freeing you from your prison. And from 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith, not by sight. Before you turn out the light tonight, through eyes of faith, look ahead to brighter times. The first gleam of dawn is on the path before you. Amen? All right, folks, if you're wearing a hat, you're probably not because it's late in the evening in some places, but I'm wearing one right now. Please remove it, and let's give our love and honor to the Lord as we say the Lord's Prayer all together as an LFA family and a congregation. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I got to tell you folks, the getter... The Getter family is growing for Live from America. So many people stick around to say the Lord's Prayer with us. I think it's incredible. Some people even go right to bed right after the Lord's Prayer, and you know what? I'm okay with that. As long as you're here to give us, uh, to help give glory to the Lord, then I am okay with that. And having said that, we're going to take our first commercial break here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. We'll be right back with so much more right after this. Please stay tuned. All right, folks, and while we are getting, uh, while we're getting ready here, I want to make sure that uh, the guest that we're bringing on tonight is all set. So let me just, if you give me a second, and in the comment section, um, tell me, it, I would love, what I'm starting to do is I'm starting to put, it, uh, put together a little montage of people's testimonies. So if there's any of you out there who, uh, who's, who can say that Life from America has helped them in any way, uh, I know we've we've we you've probably sent those emails and those testimonies before, but I would really really appreciate if you did that once again because I want to put together like a little montage, maybe a little book of sorts. Um, so that would be really helpful if you guys could do that. Let me just invite real quick our next guest of the evening. So hold on, folks. I had forgotten to do that before we started the show. Give me one second here. One of us is coming on tonight, folks. One of us. All righty. Make sure we get uh, we get that lined up. Perfect. Here we go. Okay, great. 
Um, so, folks, yeah, just let us know in the comment sections, uh, you know, how, how the show has helped you. Not how I've helped you, but how the show has helped you. And that means, like, everybody involved. You know what I mean? Like, literally everybody in the Life from America family, how maybe they've even helped you. All right? So make sure you guys uh, send that in. We would really appreciate it. Um, happy anniversary to who? Whose anniversary is it? I didn't see. Well, happy anniversary. And how you doing, Patsy? Good to see you. Thank you for joining in tonight. Oh, my gosh, I was just telling my husband on Saturday afternoon that because of you, I read my Bible almost every night before I go to bed. And I'm a Lutheran that because of you uh, and the blessings you have from the Lord has strengthened my faith. Thank you and God bless you. That's awesome. Thank you very much for letting us know. We appreciate that. And we'll make sure that we get that out there. Let's come back from this commercial break and let's get into the first and foremost section of the day. I hope you guys got your coffee ready because we're going to get into it pretty heavy. Here we go. And welcome back here on Live from America. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for being here tonight on Real America's Voice News or Live from America, social media, digital TV, wherever it is you are watching. It's time to put your cups up, have our first slurp. And let's talk about Florida again, but this time we're not going to talk about Governor Ron DeSantis, although I have no problem doing an entire show about America's governor. But no, we're going to be talking about Senator Rick Scott because Senator Rick Scott has been saying what we've all been thinking and what we've all, you know, grant for granted, really what we've, what we've all been saying. And that is that Joe Biden is completely unfit. Now, whether he's illegitimate or not, you and I know the, that, that he is, but that is not what this topic is about. This topic is about Rick Scott making a very, very bold statement saying that Joe Biden is unwell. Joe Biden is unfit for office. Joe Biden is incoherent. Joe Biden is incapacitated. Joe Biden is confused. And Joe Biden needs to resign. I want to know if anybody out there agrees with that. Here's what I have to say about that. Cha-ching, baby. Right on the money. I believe that Rick Scott was probably... um, Correct in everything that he said there. And what we really need is we really need an unbiased doctor. We really need an unbiased doctor to go there and to be able, whether it's, whether it's transparent and it's on TV or whether it's not, we need an unbiased, real, honest-to-God's doctor to go in there and give this man the tests that you would need to take to just have a basic entry-level position in the government, let alone the presidency of the United States. Now, because of the fact that he's not really the president, I can understand why they don't want to do that. The Democrats absolutely love this. The Democrats absolutely love the fact that they've got a puppet out there who will literally do anything that they say to do. And they can just throw him under the bus and they can get him away. They can rush him away. They can send the Easter Bunny out. They can send anybody dressed up to to get his attention. And he'll just, oh, look, a bird, a squirrel. Oh, come on, man. Oh, a bird, a squirrel. And he'll just take off running. So they love it. They don't, they don't care that Joe Biden looks as bad as he does, but I want to play a small clip for you, if I can, of when he was asked about what he has to say about Rick Scott's statements, about him being unfit, about him being um, basically unqualified and really just unwell. Check this out. This is Joe Biden responding, saying, well, maybe Rick Scott isn't well. Maybe there's something wrong with him. I'll let you decide. He said, and I'm just quoting here, that uh, the best thing, the most effective thing Joe Biden can do to solve the inflation crisis he created is resign. He's the problem. Resign. That's a good idea. The senator added later, Joe Biden is unwell, he's unfit for office, he's incoherent, incapacitated, and confused. These are his words. 
offering you a chance to respond to that. I think the man has a problem. So there we go. He says, I think the man has a problem. Now, he barely can talk. He's whispering everything he says, so you can't get a good statement out of, I think the man has a problem. You think that man has a problem? You think Rick Scott has a problem? Now, I want to give a big shout-out, actually, to Rick Scott, because Rick Scott will be here in New Hampshire speaking with uh, at the Lincoln-Reagan dinner here at our, at our, our county Republican meeting here coming up. Big shout-out to Rick Scott for not only, uh, for not only coming up here and, 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 and speaking with us Republicans here in New Hampshire, but for stepping out and saying what needs to be said. Look, more prominent senators, congressmen and women, they need to step up and they need to say this and they need to push and they need to, de- to demand. Look, all of this stuff going on with Biden, all of this stuff with Biden trying to sign over our sovereignty to the WHO, which won't fly, by the way. We'll be doing a special on that tomorrow. But all of this stuff could be stopped or at least at least temporarily halted long enough if Republican leadership would actually do something. If uh, old old turtleneck himself, Mitch McCon- uh, Mitch McChina, would actually do something and actually stand in the gap where he needs to. Or if Kevin McCoward would stand in the gap where they need to. But unfortunately, they stand in the gap that lines their pockets and furthers their political agenda. Now, when asked about gas prices and inflation and what he's going to do about this, that, and the other, Joe Biden just ran away. That's all he knows how to do. He'll say, I'm not supposed to answer this question, and he'll bounce. That is not a leader. Even if he isn't all the things that Rick Scott said he is, he needs to resign for the simple fact that he doesn't even address the American people the way he needs to. That is his job. His job is to be our, 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 our primary representative and to keep us safe and inform us on things that are going on. He can't do that. If he can't do that, then he can't do his job. Look, if I do this show every night and I sit here and just go like this, then I'm not doing my job. If I sit here and do this show every night and I start talking about sports, I'm not doing my job. Hence, I won't get paid to do my job and I have to go. Well, that's the equivalent of what Joey Applesauce is doing. Check this out when he's asked and pressed about inflation and gas prices. Will you drop former President Trump's China tariffs? We're discussing that right now. We're looking at what would have the most so positive no, impact. To erase them. No, I didn't say that. I'm asking. I'm telling you we're discussing it and no decision has been made on it. Are you concerned about inflation? Are you concerned about a possible recession? How are we going to tell Americans? How do we expect Americans to pay this much at the pump? It's destroying everything. And the guy just shuffles out, just does the Biden shuffle and bounces. Look, ladies and gentlemen, long story short. People need to step up that are already elected officials in the Republican Party. If they do not, we don't have a chance. We don't have a chance because we don't have the time to get rid of and purge the entire Republican Party and keep track of everything else. We need the elected officials that we actually have to do their jobs. So start doing your jobs. Folks, call your representatives and call your senators. It does work. We've done it. We used to do it every day on Live from America. We're getting back to that. I apologize that we haven't already. But we need to start doing that. We need to start holding them accountable on live air and off live, at home, everywhere. Call, call, call. In between your shows, in between your jobs, in between your family time. Call them. Call them. If they get, if they get blasted with emails and phone calls, they don't like it, and neither do their staff. All right, now keeping up with the communist bunch, keeping up with communism, why don't we just go ahead and talk about Nina Numbnuts Jankowitz? That's my new uh, that's my new nickname for Nina Jankowitz. You know, the information, the disinformation czar, the head of the disinformation governance board. 
Nina Numbnuts Jankowitz, who has been labeled the head of the disinformation uh, government board. She has now said that mama bears and papa bears, parents out there who oppose critical race theory, are dangerous and they are disinformers. They are disinformers. Nina Jankowitz, who has recently been appointed head of the Department of Homeland Security's new controversial and illegal, I might add, Disinformation Governance Board, dismissed parents' concerns about the teaching of CRT in their children's classrooms while speaking in Ohio last October, saying critical race theories become one of the hot-button issues that the Republicans and other disinformers who are engaged in disinformation for profit, frankly, have seized on. Said Jankowitz, who was at the time a fe- um, was a fellow um, at the Wilson Center, a think tank in Washington, D.C., but it's no different than any of the other hot-button issues that allow disinformation to flourish. It's weaponizing people's emotions. Look, we don't need some elected official to weaponize our emotions and tell us what the heck CRT is. We don't need any of these elected officials to tell us that, the, you, that these teachers and these schools are teaching CRT. All we have to do is look at your reaction for when a school or a state bans CRT. And we watch you go into the closet, pull out your dusty little pink hat, grab the tightest skinny jeans that you possibly can, wear a half shirt while you've got a front butt, and run out in the streets and scream at the top of your lungs like somebody cares. But let me just break it down for you. I think the Life from America audience knows what I'm going to say. Nobody cares. Ah. Go ahead and scream. Scream all you want. Scream to the sky. But it isn't going to matter. These people are sick. They're liars. They want to control the information. Now, before we go to our next break, I actually want to play for you, if I can, Please allow, me the, please allow me the moment here to play for you a Zoom meeting that was, that was, uh, that was recently had with Nina Numbnuts Jankowitz and the rest of the Looney Tunes appointed to make sure that your truth is truth and not lies. Here are the Looney Tunes right here. Here we go. What am I doing? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Sorry, guys. Sorry, that's the actual Looney Tunes. Hold on. I'm sorry. I apologize. Let's go back and actually see the real Looney Tune bunch with Nina Numbnuts Jankowitz and her saying that people like her need to be put in positions like this so that they can, uh, with a government rule, put disclaimer context on Twitter posts and any other social media posts. They don't even want... Now that, now that Elon Musk owns Twitter, they, they don't even want, uh, well, they're a private company. They can do whatever they want. No, she wants control over everything, folks, over everything. Here's Nina Jankowitz. Um, and I am eligible for it because I'm verified. But there are a lot of people who shouldn't be verified who aren't, you know, legit, in my opinion. I mean, they are real people, but they're not um, trustworthy. Anyway, so verified people can... Um, essentially start to edit Twitter the the same sort of way that Wikipedia is so they can add context to certain tweets. Um, Look at this one with a mask on down here on a Zoom Easy example, not from any political standpoint. (laughs) If President Trump were still on Twitter and tweeted a claim about voter fraud, someone could add context from one of the 60 lawsuits uh, that went through the court or... Uh, something that an election official in one of the states said, perhaps 
your own secretary of state uh, and and his news conferences, something like that, adding context so that people um, have a fuller picture rather than just an individual claim on a tweet. You mean adding context of lies that you want to manipulate so that you can control the flow of information and what is said, and you want the power from the federal government standpoint in order to do this. I think that's a bad idea. I don't think it's going to work, but we still need our Republicans to step up and do something. Amen? You know what to do. We've got cell phones. You've got email. You've got computers. You, you Send a raven. I don't care. Let them know. Not happening. We'll be right back right after this. All righty, ladies and gentlemen. I want to uh, make sure that our guest is uh, is ready here. Haley, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Just watching the polls and seeing what's going on in Nebraska. So yeah, because you guys, you guys had board. voting, right? You guys have early voting. You voted today, right? I did. I voted today. I did vote for myself. So take that as you will. Yeah. So at least I have one vote, and we love that. We yeah. love that. <laughs> No, that's great. Well, um, I'm, I'm actually really glad you're here because you, you, you watch the show. You're a big fan of the show. And we're, now I'm a big fan of what you're doing. I've been obviously uh, follow you on Facebook, I mean, on Instagram and watching you just work, outwork everybody, literally outwork everybody. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what's, you know, what's driven you to do this. And, uh, and, and, and I want to talk about your Republican Party there as well. And the good old boys <laughs> that, you, that, you, <laughs> that you're up against, if that's all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that all good We're, those are good topics okay i love it i love it bring it on all right perfect good all right give me a few minutes here and we'll come right back and we'll we'll get busy here uh yeah. and and folks just so you know Haley's one of us she's one of us she's not somebody that just reached out to us or anything like that she is literally one of us she watches the show she's been here from a long for a long time and she decided hey I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to run. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. Let's come back from the, uh, from the break and we'll get right into it. So here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Real America's Voice News. Jeremy Harrell, New Hampshire, and we're going to be bringing on somebody from Nebraska. Now, before I bring on our next guest, I want to kind of show you her Instagram page real quick, Okay. Now, this is Haley Cusera. I hope I said that right. Haley Cusera. Now, she's, uh, she's been watching Live from America for a long time. She decided to get up and run for state rep. She's going to run for state legislature in Nebraska. I just want you to see here how hard that this young lady works. Now, she's married to a military member uh, who's, who's out there uh, providing uh, protection for the United States and out there working hard for all of us, giving us freedom, but just or protecting our freedom, I should say. But look at how hard she works. She's out on the campaign trail. She's meeting people. She's working out. She's making her body, mind, and soul better. And that's the kind of people we want in this country, folks, people who are God-fearing, God-loving Christians who are not afraid to roll up their sleeves and get their hands dirty. So if I may, I will now, um, I will now uh, introduce to you, ladies and gentlemen, candidate for Nebraska State Representative Haley Cusera. Haley, thanks for joining. How are you tonight? I am fabulous. 
Um, like we talked about, today is our primary election. So we're just encouraging people to get out there and vote. Um, and as I said before, I already have one vote because I voted for myself. So we're we're looking good. I yeah, think we're looking good. I, yeah. I saw that on Instagram. I saw you post that you actually voted for yourself. I ran for county commissioner a few years back and I did the same thing. And it's really surreal, isn't it? To see Ooh. your name there. You go inside this little booth and you and you mark down for you. It's not like a pat on the back. It's almost like a it's like a realization like, wow, look where I am now. What do I do next? Yep. Right. Absolutely. Very surreal. Yep. Um, now before we get into what you're, what you're doing in your journey, let's talk. I wanted to quickly talk about your, you're married to a, uh, a man who's in the military and, and he's out there protecting our freedoms. You're here (laughs) running for office, trying to also protect our freedoms. So you got one person protecting in one way, one person protecting another. First of all, we at the Live from America family and Real America's Voice News, we want to thank you for your service, your family for your service, and your sacrifices. And uh, we just ve- we we very much you're an inspiration to a lot of people. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was fun when I called him and said I have this idea of running for office. Um, first, he was like, "Are you sure?" And I was like, "I don't have a choice. I, I don't have a choice." And he said, "Well, Healy, you um, you will love it because I love serving my country, and you will too." And that wow. was it. And I was like. Well, now I can't go back, so right. I'm committed now. So yeah, yeah and it's a hard yeah. decision. It's a scary and a yeah. hard decision to put yourself mm-hmm. out there because you're about to get, uh, you're about to get like you know, put yourself in a in a, in a tank full of piranhas, for the Democrats and the Republicans. As long <laughs> as you're an American first uh, candidate, which we know you are. Um, yeah. What? Why did you tell your husband you had to? You had no other choice. What reason did you do that for? Yeah, um, it definitely started in November of 2020. I'm sure we all have PTSD from that month. And from before that point, I always thought Nebraska was true red. And we somehow, we don't have winner take all here for our electoral college. So one electoral college vote actually went to Joe Biden. And I'm like, that that is not right. So more digging and kind of seeing the corruption in Nebraska. You would never think in Nebraska and you're seeing all of this um, this toxicity from the coast come into yeah. into our state as far as critical race theory and over sexualized education and just things I'm very firmly against. And a lot of that is being led by my generation. I just turned 29 um, and we are so far from um, morality. It, it scares me a lot. And I looked at our unicameral. We have a unicameral here. We don't have two two bodies of government. We just have one. And the younger generation is not being represented. There's not someone that's bold enough to say, listen, being pro-life is the best. I'm telling you, you feel good about yourself when you're pro-life and you save those babies. Um, You know, I'm not a perfect person and I'm willing to admit that. Um, And so having someone that relates to them on that level that understands what bullying on social media is, what understands the new bills that we're going to have to face. um, We need someone that's bold enough and um, is ready to face those challenges in our unicameral. And I decided to step up because that's what that's what we need. And I I felt like that was a calling from God. And I know a lot of the other candidates running also felt the same thing. So here we are six months later and ready to just completely take over our state. And I couldn't be more excited. No, and, and I got to say, you're really outworking everybody. You really are. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I follow politics in, state, in, in, in small local towns and places that people have never heard of. And I see you out there working. It inspires me because I'm getting ready to start my campaign to run for state rep here in, in New Hampshire as well. So you've get, you actually have given me quite a lot of ideas. And I just want to thank Thank you for that. Um, so, uh, so the Republican Party there, are they, uh, they know you're an America first candidate. I'm sure mm-hmm. you're, you're they pretty do. vocal about it. <laughs> they know you support president Trump. They know that you think 
and feel and know that Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. I can't imagine that the GOP there is backing you, Miss <laughs> Kusera. Yeah. Yeah, um, I will say I'm public enemy number one on quite a few levels. Of course you are. Um, about six weeks into my candidacy, I actually had a group of people that work for um, for the, the Republican Party. I guess they don't directly work for the Republican Party. Sure. Um, and they had a meeting with me and said, Haley, you are not going to raise enough money and we want to offer you money to work on somebody else's campaign who's now my opponent. And I went, um, I've obviously scared you because I'm young, I'm energetic. And I said, I might not know the most about government, but I will make you this promise. I will work harder. I will learn more. I will Amen. connect with more people. I will knock more doors. And I said, I'm going to fight for election integrity. I'm going to fight for the babies. I'm going to fight for no mandates. I'm going to fight for no government overreach. And from that point on, um, yeah, they haven't liked me <laughs> at all, at all. And we just had a Trump rally here and I posted pictures of it. And, you know, you kind of just feel that boiling, you know, hate in their hearts. And it can yeah. be a more glorious feeling from my oh, side. Oh, I know. So I'm, I know. I'm, you know you're on the right side of history and you know yeah. you're and you know you're with God. And we say it all the time here on Life from America. You can't be God. So, you know what? Here's the thing about you running, too. It's not just about win or lose, although that's what our, our goal is, is to win so we can go make a change. But what, you're, what, what happens in the process, we need to, we as Americans, we tend to look at the destination rather than the journey. It's what mm -hmm. you're learning and it's what you're showing other people and it's the courage that you're displaying. That is just as, if not more important than winning or losing because it gives mm -hmm. you, it gives you the, 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 the wisdom and the experience to go do it again, maybe next time on a bigger level, you know, maybe this isn't God's plan for you. Maybe it is. But again, I just want to focus people. If you become courageous enough to say, you know what, I want to run for something. Know that it's not just about the destination. It is about the journey itself. Um, Haley, you've how many counties or what you're running for the 12th district, right? Yes. Yes, I am. And where and, and where is that in Nebraska geographically for folks um, who, who live in, in Nebraska. I don't know if everybody knows where the 12th district is. It's a big state. Yeah. It's, um, in the heart of Omaha, it's in Millard and Ralston area. Um, I actually own a business here in my district. I graduated high school here in my district. Um, so it's a lot of middle-class families, mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of Republicans We're pretty evenly split between independents, Republicans and Democrats. But, um, in this climate, a lot of independents are identifying as Republicans. Um, and so we, uh, yep, we're right in the heart of Omaha and I couldn't be more excited. A lot of young families here, yeah. um, a lot of young people and first time voters who I'm excited to say will be casting their vote for me for the first time ever voting. And, and we love that. Well, we that's what that. scares you said it right. That's what scares this, this GOP good old boy Republican party is, is some, Look, the Republican Party has a very hard time reaching uh, youth. They have a very hard time reaching minorities. And the reason why is because they were, they've allowed themselves to be branded by the Democratic Party for so many decades as that party that they've literally become that party, right? Yes. So when somebody <laughs> like you or somebody like me can energize the youth or the younger, or the, uh, the younger, the younger crowd, that scares mm -hmm. them because they know, wait a minute, wait a minute. It, even if we are in a red area, that means that our puppet, our red uh, man or woman running for this, we're not going to be able to run them. And that scares them. And, and <laughs> But doesn't it, isn't it a testament to how deep, how deep the swamp really is? Now that you're running, do you see how deep it really is? Yes. Oh, it it's is. It's bad. Uh, 
You wouldn't even think so. No. You would not even think so. And and what you know what I admire what I admire about Democrats is at least they're honest about their corruption. They're like, yeah. I'm corrupt, so yeah. what? It's fine. Yeah. Republicans try to put on this facade that they're perfect and nothing ever happens. When in reality, they probably have some of the most dark souls that I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh yeah. It's, it's frightening. It is. So. It's scary. Well, look at the guy I played in my cold open, the Republican from from New York who's resigning for sexual misconduct. I mean, the swamp is so deep. No wonder. <laughs> no wonder Donald Trump couldn't beat it by himself. But this time it's a very different story. It's got people like you. He's got people like you running in, in races all over the country that never would have ran for politics because of what we've seen the GOP and the DNC put Donald Trump through. Uh, Haley, I don't have much time left. I got about 30 seconds. Can you tell people how they can help you now mm-hmm. and in the future with changing things in your area? Absolutely. We'll go out and vote today. We have about four, three and a half hours left of the polls being open. So go out and vote. Haley, if you know anybody in District 12, um, you know, on all my Instagram, Facebook, I post pretty much all the America First candidates that are running in Nebraska. So you don't even have to be in District 12. Um, we've got some great representatives running. And as I always say, um, you know, I like my government small and my guns big. And that is my uh, that's what I'm taking into this next general election. Hopefully we have a victory party tonight. We're hoping for that. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, on at HaleyCachera.com, and any support, prayers, motivation, or donations is, is uh, greatly accepted. Well, God bless you. I'll be praying for you. I know other people will be praying for you. No matter what happens, come back on the show. Let us know what the big news is, and, and we'll pray for, for, for a big win. Uh, God bless you, Haley. Running for the 12th District, Nebraska. We'll see you soon. Have a great night. God bless, hon. Bye. You know, folks, this is the greatness of this country, folks. Watching people literally rise up to the challenge and and to the to the blessing that God gave them, rising up to his to his expectations and his standards. It's truly a wonderful thing to watch. And when you see young people like Haley making a difference like that for Nebraska, for young for younger generations out there, it's a great Great, great thing. Look, folks, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News live from America. We will be back with more great news coming up right after this. Please stay tuned. Wow, what a delight it was to have her on, huh? What a breath of fresh air to see somebody so happy. Knowing that anything could happen. Tonight is the night. You know what I mean? She, 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 they're voting now. She finds out if she wins. She finds out if she loses. But in her point of view, in her, and the way she looks at things, she's already won. She's already won. Such a wonderful breath of fresh air and an inspiration to every single one of us to really, you know, I understand that 80% of our audience is probably 50 or older. And a lot of people don't, you know, they've lived their lives, they've worked hard, they don't want to go out and run for office. But we do have a, 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 peop, a, a, a demographic of people that are under 50 as well. And those people, or I'm not saying you can't run after 50, I'm just saying, you know, by the time you've hit your 50s and 60s, maybe jumping up and running for office doesn't sound like, a, you know, all that in a bag of potato chips. Um, but if you do, or if you're younger and you run, just take inspiration from people like that. Because that, that to me is... That's the greatest thing that I got to experience all day. Haley, thank you for coming on. Thank you for your husband's service. Thank you for your service to this country. And uh, it truly is great. I'm 46 and may run for office, says Matt. 
Deb says, I'll be 47 in July. Look, folks, I didn't mean to say if you're over 50, you can't run. I'm saying if you're over 50, you probably don't want to run. I know after I hit 50, I'm probably going to be like, oh, I'm taking it easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Mountain Tortuga says, I'm glad the younger people are getting involved. Who was that again? Um, Julie, that was Haley, H-A-I-L-E, Kusera, K-U-C-E-R-A. This all scares me <laughs> here, too. Uh, let us know tomorrow, Jeremy. I will. I will. Out with the old and in with the young. God bless, says Sharon. Amen. Amen. Well, let's get back to the show, folks. Got a lot to go through, and I don't want to miss anything, okay? So here we go. And we're live right here, back on RAV, RAV TV, Real News, Honest Views. Jeremy Harrow, live from America, the greatest, the greatest audience, which we call family, because that's exactly what we all are here. And I couldn't be more blessed, more humbled, and more appreciative of what God has given to me, ultimately the trust. Here we go. Arkansas, folks. I was just in Arkansas a couple weeks ago. What a great time. We actually have a guest coming on tomorrow, um, a, a judge coming on tomorrow uh, that I met in Arkansas. That's going to be a wonderful, wonderful uh, interview. But in Arkansas, an American first, America first Senate candidate going by the name of Jake Bequet. His name was listed incorrectly on the ballots, which is inexcusable, by the way. And the election officials in Arkansas refuse to, re, uh, to correct it. They said no. They said no. The ballots in several counties say Jack Bequet instead of Jake Bequet. They completely took off the E off his name, whether it's on purpose or whether it's on accident, folks. You know as well as I know that anybody who's going to look for a specific name, if they don't see it, they might get confused and vote for somebody else. This is the kind of tricks. This is the kind of trickery that these people are up to. It's absolutely disgusting, and it should have been uh, remedied ASAP. Um, Bequette has now released audio of his campaign calling election officials to have the issue corrected and being told that they will not fix it because voting has started already. We do have the audio. Let's go ahead, if we can, and uh, let's play that audio for you right now. If we have that clip, I believe we do. Here we go. It was listed as Jack Beckett for Senate yeah. candidate Jake Beckett. And yeah, so I was so calling to get that fixed ASAP. It can't get fixed at this point. Um, that was not caught in our... Um, and actually, we're not the only county who did it, so we're wondering if it got done at the company level that does our elections because we weren't the only one it happened to um but at this point we can't um we've got the ballots already posted um we we basically send all of the media that goes into these machines off to omaha nebraska they program it and send it back so at this point there is no correction for it it is all locked in so it's just going to be incorrect for the entirety of the election yeah, yes, sir. And there's there's nothing that the state of Arkansas can do to make sure that the right candidate is listed because of these machines. Right. Basically, it's too long. Yeah, it, you know, we don't program all of that. It gets done in Omaha and then sent to us. So, yeah, at this point, there's not there's no sending it out and getting it back again. So how how early did you know that this was a problem? I, let me, let me see. I just found it. Let me, let me find it on my email. Hold on just a second. They found it at the state level, which is what 
to me is it did is oh, what is that? Um, let's see. They found it at the state level, she said. So I was uh, made aware of it on um, April 28th, and even at that point, we were locked in. She was made aware of it on April 28th, but even then, they were locked in. She was made aware of it on April 28th, but she said it was done at a state level. So if it was done at a state level, then they knew far before April 28th. Folks, 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 we're talking about ways they cheat. We're talking about we've eliminated 90% of the ways they can cheat in most of these swing states. Here's the thing. If these Republican Party um, elected officials and these state legislatures do not get ahead of this crap now and start figuring out more ways that these people could possibly cheat. It's not about following them and finding ways they did cheat. That's reactive. That is what got the 2020 election completely stolen from us. It is about being proactive. Now, any dummy can sit down and say, how could they cheat when it comes to ballots? Well, they could do mail-in ballots and say it's because coronavirus. They could spell people's names wrong. They could put people in a completely different category and say they're a Democrat or Republican when they're vice versa. There's a thousand ways they can do it. But you can't tell me that hundreds of years of this by now, hasn't, we haven't figured out the most simplest ways that they cheat because that stuff happened 40 and 50 years ago. So either, folks, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, our biggest enemy is not the Democratic Party and it isn't the globalists because we could beat them off with the tiniest stick if we were all united as a Republican, conservative, patriotic, MAGA, America first party. We could like flick them off like fleas. It is the Republican party that we belong to. They are our biggest adversaries because they're not doing their jobs they're not doing their jobs something needs to be done and something needs to be done asap so for the entire state of arkansas and the elected officials in the state of arkansas and the lady there that said i don't know where this happened it wasn't my fault Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. Now, Republicans, get your heads out of your rear ends and start doing something about it. Moving on, folks. New Department of Justice notes coming from the uh, Durham investigation reveal that the FBI and the intelligence community literally panicked and had a meltdown after President Trump tweeted that he knew he was spied on, or better yet, quote, we caught them. We caught all of them. They spied on my campaign, and they spied on my presidency. Let's get into this. Newly released notes taken by high-level Department of Justice officials during a March 6th, 2017 meeting with FBI leadership. Expose some of the lengths the FBI went to to cover up its spying on the 2016 campaign of President Donald Trump and into his presidency. 
The notes were released on May 8th by lawyers representing former Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman as part of an effort to clear him on charges of having lied to the FBI. See, here's the thing about lies, ladies and gentlemen, is when you have to lie to cover up the lie, to cover up a lie, to cover up a lie, to cover up a lie... Well, then the truth starts coming out because you don't realize that when you're trying to exonerate yourself or trying to get somebody to look the other way, you actually expose one of the lies that you lied about last year. The notes in reality appear to do little to exonerate Sussman, but do provide quite a bit of information on the FBI. Suzanne says, I need a raise. Yeah, right. First of all, let's save this country. Then we'll talk about that. But I appreciate you. God bless. We love you. The meeting at which the notes were taken took place just two days after Trump's March 4, 27 tweet in which he accused former President Barack Hussein Obama, the Antichrist himself, of having wiretapped Trump Tower. Trump's tweets panicked the FBI leadership who were unsure exactly how much Donald Trump knew about their efforts to tie him up with the Russia collusion allegations. Now you have all this going on while we're talking about Esper and all the crap he's doing as well. Folks, I think things are about to get really dicey and really rocky. You better hang on. You better buckle up. Whatever it is, whatever whatever, uh, famous cliche stereotype that you want to say, you better start saying it because we're about to get into some uncharted waters. I can tell you that. What the notes reveal is that in response to the tweet, they tried to cover up their tracks. By March 2017, FBI leadership already knew with near certainty that the Trump-Russia collusion claims were an absolute hoax. They knew that the Clinton campaign had a plan to vilify Donald Trump by portraying him as a puppet of Putin. The FBI also knew that not a single claim of the so-called Steele dossier, which was the primary source of the allegations of the Trump-Russia collusion, had checked out. In fact, at that point, the FBI had already spent three days interviewing Steele's primary source, Igor Denchenko, who disavowed pretty much every claim in the Steele dossier. The FBI also knew that the Alpha Bank story, which claimed that a Trump server was communicating with the Russia bank information that had been brought to them by Sussman, was also bogus. In short, the FBI knew that all the claims of Trump-Russia collusion had been proven fake. Fake, 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 false, false, false. Here's the fact of the matter, folks. The FBI is still scrambling. You want to know why? Because there's, I've said it a million times and I'll say it again, you can't beat God. A storm is coming. A storm of epic proportions is coming and it's not coming to the people who walk with Jesus Christ because we don't care about storms. We walk through them. We hold the hand of Jesus Christ and we walk through those storms like nothing. No, the storm. The hurricane, the tsunami is going to be colored red and it's going to be coming after the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the White House and everybody else who screwed us over one by one individually and as a whole. We are coming for you. So you, my friends, better get ready for the storm because the storm, like I said, is epic. It will be of epic proportions. We will be right back right after this and you're not going to want to miss the close out of the show. Stay tuned. Well before the forced well before the forced the mail in voting. Exactly, Tracy. God bless you. Thank you. And I want to thank Rosa Catalano. God bless you for the love and the support on the Rumble Rants. You are wonderful. As always, not just because you donate to the show, because you are literally a wonderful, kind person. I want to tell you guys a little story about Rosa. So I met Rosa in Wisconsin. Now, when I go places, when we do the, the Save America Freedom Tour, there's 
sometimes hundreds of people that we have to get to one by one. And we don't want to cut anybody's time short. We want to give everybody the time that they drove two or three hours uh, to, to see us. We want to give them that time, right? We never want to turn anybody away. I want to tell you something great about Rosa. Rosa was actually one of the first people uh, that, was, that, that I spoke to when I walked into the, to, the, to the venue where we were at in Waukesha, Wisconsin. But do you know that so many people were coming up, Jeremy, 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 and I just kept giving, you know, I just kept turning my attention to everybody. And by the time it was all said and done, I realized that I did not give Rosa very much time at all. So the next time I'm in Wisconsin or in that area, we're going to go out for lunch and we're going to spend a few hours <laughs> together because she truly is a wonderfully kind, compassionate, patient uh, patriot. And I just want to say that she's, she's wonderful, okay? And uh, I just thought you guys all should know that. Let's come back from this commercial break. Let's get back into things. Let's kill it like always. And let's uh, shut this show down the way we always do in good fashion, okay? Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. Ladies and gentlemen, and God bless each and every one of you again. It is an honor to be here for you. I would like to use this time towards the end of the show to go ahead and give our sponsor, one of our sponsors. We've got three partners and two sponsors, and one of those sponsors is Gold Co., ladies and gentlemen. Secure your nest egg for retirement. Stop letting the money, stop letting the bottom fall out of your money. Stop getting raped for, your, for, for what you've worked so hard for. And I don't use that word in a way of physical. I use it, I'm talking about what they do to our money. And back it with actual gold and silver, Gold Co. Now, these guys are great. They sponsor other conservatives. They don't care about cancel culture. They want your nest egg and your money uh, basically to, to, to be what it's worth. Back it with gold like the American, like we used to in America. The last time the economy looked like this, the price of gold shot up 1,300% and 800% for silver. So call 855-559-3433 or visit um, goldcode.com slash live because that actually, uh, that's basically our promo code slash live. Let them know you heard it here and secure your money if you've got an nest egg. I don't got one yet. I'm pretty broke, but <laughs> like, like most people. Uh, anyway, folks, I'd like usually to leave you guys smiling here on Live from America. It's usually my, my main goal. Now tonight, we're going to start this video out. You won't be smiling when you first see this video, but you will smile when you find out what happens. One thing that we are dedicated to is finding out who the groomers are, exposing the groomers, and making sure that these people do not have a job 10 million miles near our children. Most of them are already in the public school system. Now, I want to say thank you to Suzanne Vermontis for sending this video to us and it came from libs of tiktok that's where you usually can find these groomers because they love attention this woman that i'm about to show you has been fired thank the lord for her grooming but she's been grooming for years ladies and gentlemen she's literally bragging about turning kids queer for years Check this out. My kids from last year are now in fifth grade and they come visit me almost every day after school. And a lot of them are queer because I am queer. And so, and they figured it out. And so I've become their safe space. And today they found my guess who. And they started playing guess who, but they didn't play it the normal way. How did they play it? They used things like, this person looks like a lesbian baddie who's gonna come over and make you dinner. Well, which one of these characters is gonna be is a lesbian baddie that's gonna come over and make you dinner? Oh, Olivia is? Oh, great. Um, which character just looks gay? Well, meet Mike. Um, these kids, I'm so happy that they are figuring out who they are and that they're happy with who they are and that they've found a safe place. But man, I 
could never imagine being in fifth grade saying these things out loud, even though I know they're all, all okay. I grew up super religious where nothing was okay. And so seeing this happen, I'm like, ah! But I'm also like, yay! But ah! Ladies and gentlemen. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> queer, queer, queer. And we're queer. And we're all queer. People are absolutely, absolutely out of their minds, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what the good thing is, is this Utah teacher has been bounced. She's been gone. Well, she's been put on administrative leave, but that leads to firing. She's gone. And thank God the parents found this and they just came down on that school like a firestorm. God bless each and every one of those parents for getting that girl fired. That person deserves to be nowhere near your children at all. Ladies and gentlemen, please visit thebraveamerican.com. Check out all the great metal art that they have there on braveamerican.com. They have wood and metal art, and literally everything they have is made by a veteran. You guys want to make sure you check that out. Use the promo code LFA. And also, big, huge BOGO deals right now. Big BOGO deals. Buy one, get one free on MyPillow.com. We've got Mike Lindell hopefully coming on the show late this week or early next week. Use the promo code LFA and get yourself some good discounts, eh? All right, folks. Remember to visit JeremyHarrell.com. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow for both shows, both in the morning and the evening. Until then, God bless you guys. Keep your families close. I love you and see you later. Bye-bye.